Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Depending on where you are connected from, I'd like to welcome everyone to another session of Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Um, thank you so much, esteemed sister Makama, for the opportunity to lead today's intercessory prayers. Esteemed family, our prayer point is in the chat room, and let's kindly read through it together. Today, Monday, the 12th of February, we're going to pray for Pastor Chris Oyakilome and ministers of God. But specifically today, we're going to pray for his family, his nuclear and extended family. We're going to pray fervently in tongues of the spirit that our men of God, Pastor Chris and his family, are shielded and protected from all the fiery darts of the devil. We want to declare that he will continually receive more revelation from the spirit and will preach the gospel with boldness to all nations around the world revealing the hidden mysteries that enlightened with no compromise. We want to declare peace that surpasses all understanding and joy unspeakable in his family. We want to pray in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And our scripture reading is from Hebrews 13 verse 7 in the KJV and it reads, Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. Hallelujah, esteemed family. In line with this prayer point, can we kindly unmute our mics and pray? Tale kun sofromonto, le kronto shila baraki sopromokosuporno, lika barananta le kronto sakila pra il sakure dish, la casa takabaya, e barondo sofara kila mante kebaya, manta kibra ale kondo shurokosko, e shata le kronto soforokosh, e kabaradiza manta kila bara. Sakata <laughs> 
Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you for your love. You are gracious and you are kind. You are beautiful in all your ways, magnificent in all your ways. And even now, God, we speak blessings on our men of God. We speak blessings upon his household, upon his family. No evil shall befall them. No plague shall come near their dwelling. Yes, for all the seeds sown in the lives of many. Seeds of love, seeds of healing, seeds of prosperity through the word of God. His force field is increased. His territory is enlarged. No one connected to him is subject to failure. No one connected to him is subject to sickness or subject to health. Each of them fulfill purpose with no reproach. We speak peace beyond understanding, love abundantly, and joy overflowing in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. Once again, thank you so, so much, esteemed sister Makama, for the opportunity to lead today's intercessory prayers. Thank you, esteemed family, for being a part of today's intercessory prayers. Thank you for the changes you're costing all around the world. Thank you as well to the prayer team for your sacrifice and labor of love. God bless you. Right now, I'll kindly hand over to the praise and worship team for the next segment. Thank you all and do enjoy the rest of the devotion. What a joy it is to serve you. You took my place and made me your glory. What an honor it is to call you Lord. You alone can reign. And rest kings and kingdoms. You have never lost a battle. You are Lord Commander of the angel army. You taught us to use your name, Lord. For nothing changes your name, but your name changes everything. This is the confidence we have in you, your name is holy. Lord of my life, I serve you holy. Your word is truth and the only. Yes, we declare you are Lord over all. Your name is holy lord of our lives we serve you holy your word is truth and the only yes we declare you are lord over all 
What a blessing it is to love you. You say it in your word, all things are working together for me. How can men try to overthrow you, Lord? When heaven's your throne and the earth is your footstool, you have never lost a battle. You're Lord Commander of the angel armies. You taught us to use your name, Lord. For nothing changes your name, but your name changes everything. This is the confidence we have in you, Lord, your name is holy. Lord of my life, I serve you holy. Your word is truth and the only. Yes, we declare you are Lord over all. I delight in your warm embrace, ever joyful for your grace. You are God to every Yes, we declare you are Lord over all. Shut up, Rata Kaba Isha, the Grand of Rodos, Valida Kabarada Kosha, Lentelegratis, Farusekita Paluta Kabala Kosha, Lakade Gibaya. Every Father, we thank you. You are Lord over all. You are Lord over all. You are Lord over all. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for your love for us. Thank you for the life that you gave us. Thank you. Because your word is dependable. You are faithful from generation to generation. None compares to you. We love you, Heavenly Father. We give you all the praise in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise God. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family. Welcome to another time of inspired by the word devotion. Thank you for, for joining us today. And this is the Rhapsody of Reality segment. I want to thank you, esteemed sister Elwani and esteemed sister Motinta for the prayers and um, praise segment earlier on. Thank you. Praise God. I'd like to take the Rhapsody segment now. Um, I would like to say a few words, but I'll do that later. Today, the title of today's devotional article is What's Revealed in You 
to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Colossians 1 and verse 27. What's revealed in you is the title of today's devotional article. As a new creation in Christ, you only have one nature, the Christ nature. Your recreated human spirit is made in the likeness, in the image and likeness of Christ. Therefore, in all you do, and at all times, leave your Christ nature. When you talk, let Christ be heard. Let his love emit and effuse from your words and actions. Let his wisdom and righteousness overwhelm the hearts of your hearers as you speak only gracious and lifting words. Can the screen move? Let him talk through you. Let him see through your eyes. Let him walk, walk with your hands. The real essence of Christianity is Christ in you, manifesting and expressing himself in and through you. The Christian is one who expresses, exudes, and demonstrates the life, nature, character, and righteousness of Christ. This is very key. Did you see did you see the definition of a Christian? I'll take this chapter again. It says, the real essence of Christianity is Christ in you, manifesting and expressing himself in and through you. The Christian is one who expresses, exudes, and demonstrates the life, nature, character, and righteousness of Christ. For example, in times of provocations, when you are offended, what's revealed in you? <laughs> this table. <laughs> in times of provocations, when you are offended, what's revealed in you? You ought to let Christ be revealed in you. In appraising your spiritual growth, one of the things you check is how much your actions, attitude, and character express or depict the righteousness or character of Christ. Praise God. So today we're, we're checking our maturity in Christ. We're reviewing and appraising our level of Christianity in our walk with God. And key questions are asked us today, key factors are tabled before us today. If you have been following your love world the last seven days that we had the program, you see more than ever before the closeness of the times that were in just before the rapture. Because really, virtually everything that should have happened before the rapture has happened, we're literally just waiting for the call, for the sound of the trump. And then pastor has begun to teach us about life, life after the rapture, the time of the tribulation, the time of the great tribulation, the 1,000 years of peace to come, the millennial reign of Christ, 
you saw that advert on the different phases of your love world and the titles of the of the different things that pastor dealt with and thought of, right? So um, you see that um, really you have all the information and all the knowledge that you require. And it matters that you know these things. This is not that time where um, having a PCDL subscription is an option. It's a must because you really have to go back to those messages and today, Pastor is reminding us about who we are in Christ and then asking us about the state of our Christianity. You come to a point in your life where nothing else matters but that God, Christ, is revealed in you. You come to a point where Nothing anyone says about you move you, moves you. Nothing anyone does to you gets to you. It's more about what Christ wants in the matter. It's more about pleasing him in the matter. You don't care what is said about you. You don't care what is done to you. You don't care who attempts to saw your name or who attempts to say hurtful things about you. You come to a point where all that you have to offer is love. Love even to those who despitefully use you and speak against you. Those who hate you and do, do things that are supposed to be hurtful, right? And it's a, it's a major appraisal of your Christianity where nothing offends you, where no one can hurt you enough to let you, to have you walk out of the house of God. You know, sometimes you meet certain people and they say, I used to be in Christ's embassy. Or I used to be a Christian. I used to go to church. What happened? So, so, and so person did this to me. This was somebody I looked up to. In fact, I walked with this person there's nothing I couldn't do for this person. I literally spent my years living for this person. And the problem was that person was seeing a person. The Bible says, do all you do in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So when you understand that everything I do is unto the Lord, even when somebody that you seem to have given your all hurts you or, in court betrays you. You move past it because you know that the one whom you serve is the Lord himself and he's the rewarder of all them who seek him. So today, as you review your Christianity, you ask yourself, Pastor asks us a question. He says, for instance, when you are offended, when you're offended, when you've been provoked. And I like that this question is coming to you because you have to live your Christian life expecting to be provoked. These are, these are not things that some people want to hear. Expect provocation. 
When you are expecting something, you are not shocked or surprised when it then happens. Expect betrayal. Did you not hear that Judas betrayed Jesus? And often when I want to really describe the, the, the level of betrayal so that you don't think that it was some random person. For those of you in Christ's embassy, Judas was a CC member. What was the height of it? So imagine that somebody in the caliber of a CEC member will betray his master, will betray his Lord, his pastor, his teacher. Who don't betray you? Who don't betray you when you don't carry your bag, say you don't want to come to church again? You need to understand that in these last days, the devil will throw everything that he can at you. But get to the point where, like the Lord Jesus, he says, like the Apostle Paul, he says, none of these things move me. However it comes, from whomever it comes, whenever it comes, whatever it is, none of these things move me. You will still love. You will still care. You will still offer a helping hand. I've helped somebody before in trying to help somebody that made way with a laptop and some other things in the house. And we didn't recover it till today. But have I stopped helping? No. The laptop that the person took, have we had laptops that are greater than that? Fabulous. Absolutely. They only took your 10,000 naira. I will not hear what again. You will never help anybody in your life. I will never help anybody in my life. You will not believe that I helped this teenager. Calm down. How much water can one steal from an ocean? As in, if your life expecting to be betrayed, expecting to be provoked, expecting now, nah, it doesn't mean you wouldn't trust anybody. No, I trust. And brothers and sisters, there's also the place where you walk in the spirit of God, right? And the spirit of God guides you. And I believe that we brought you all in inspired by the word to that place. Where sometimes you want to do something and the Spirit of God says no. Did you hear Paul saying that he was going to go into a city to preach the gospel? And the Spirit of God told them, don't enter. Don't go there. So there are times when you want to do certain things and the Spirit of God says no. No, not now. And there are times when you want to do it as much as it's going to get you into trouble. The Spirit of God says, go ahead. It's like when Paul was set to go to Rome, to go to Jerusalem. And there was prophecy everywhere that he was going to be bound and persecuted, whatever it is. And he said that he's ready even to pour out his own life. How much can you take? Well, I've not even talked, started talking about persecution. We're just talking about um, betrayers from friends, from law, from loved ones, all the ones that are around you. We're not about persecution. And you're already uh, ranting and talking about how you don't want to do it again. You, you do because we're almost done and rapture is almost here. So you will do until we are out. You will endure. You will love. You'll be patient. You will engratia, you be faithful, you be loyal to the cause, you will do all that God has called you to do, and you fulfill purpose in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thank you so much for your time, my love.
bless you. All right. Amen. Thank you so much. Blessed, um, it's, it's um Sister Elwani or Pastor. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ma, for the rhapsody of realities. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connected from. We are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion and we'll take Proverbs 25-28. If you cannot control your anger, you are as helpless as a city without walls, open to attack. Galatians 3.27 For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Ephesians 4.22-24 that ye puts off consigning the former conversation, the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitful laws, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Praise the Lord. Let's, let's take the confession together. Dear Lord, thank you for blessing me and filling me with your love, righteousness, and indeed to yourself. I am gentle, patient, peaceful, loving, and kind. I express your wisdom, grace, glory, beauty, and love always. Christ is in me, and as he is, so am I in this world. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. And we are still in the book of Matthew, chapter 27. We'll start from 45. Caption, death of Jesus. At noon, darkness fell across the whole land. On the three o'clock. At about three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, the Master which means, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for the prophet Elijah. One of them ran and filled his point to sour wine, holding it up to him on a reed stick so that he could drink. But the rest said, Wait. Let's see whether Elijah comes to save him. Then Jesus shouted out again, and he released his spirits. At that moment, cutting the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two. From top to bottom, the earth shook, rocks split apart, and tombs opened. The bodies of many godly men and women who had died were raised from the dead, left the same cemetery after Jesus. After Jesus' resurrection, went into the holy city of Jerusalem and appeared to so many people. The Roman officers and the other soldiers at the crucifixion were terrified by the earthquake and all that had happened. They said, This man truly was the Son of God. And many women who had come from Galilee, Jesus, to care for him, were watching from a distance. Among them were Mary Madeline, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee. Caption, the burial of Jesus. 
As evening approached, Joseph, a rich man from Arimathea, who had become a follower of Jesus, went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. And Pilate issued him an order to release it to him. Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a long sheet of clean linen cloth. He placed it in his own new tomb, which had been carved out of the rock. Then he rolled a great stone across the entrance and left. But Mary Madeline and the other Mary were sitting across the tomb and watching. Caption. Sorry, just a moment. Caption. The guard at the tomb. The next day, on the Sabbath, the leading priests and Pharisees went to see Pilate. They told him, Sir, we remember that. Remember what that deceiver once said while he was still alive. After three days, I will raise from the I will rise from the dead. Sorry. So we request that you seal the tomb until the third day. This will prevent his disciples from coming and stealing his body and then telling everyone who was raised from the dead. If that happens, we will be worse off than we fear at first. Pilate said, replied, take guards and security the best you can. So they sealed the tomb and posted guards to protect it. Praise the Lord. We've come to the end of today's New Testament reading. I'll say thank you, Testing Samaka, for this opportunity. Do have a prolific Monday, everybody. God bless you, and I love you. God bless you too, esteemed Pastor Onye. I love you too. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on where you're connected from. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity to take the Old Testament Bible reading of our one-year Bible reading plan. Today we start a new book, and we're reading Leviticus chapters 1 through 3 in the NLT translation. Chapter 1, Procedures for Bent Offering. It's amazing how the New Testament were just from reading about the ultimate sacrifice, which is Jesus. And the Old Testament is showing us the old procedures of offering. Praise the Lord. Chapter one, the Lord called to Moses from the tabernacle and said to him, give the following instructions to the people of Israel. When you present an animal as an offering to the Lord, you may take it from your head of cattle or your flock of sheep and goats. If the animal you present as a burnt offering is from the head, it must be a male with no defects. Bring it to the entrance of the tabernacle so you may be accepted by the Lord. Lay your hand on the animal's head and the Lord will accept its death in your place to purify you, making you right with him. Then slaughter the young bull in the Lord's presence and, Mo and Aaron's sons, the priests, will present the animal's blood by splattering it against all sides of the old that stands at the entrance of the tabernacle then the skin the animal then the skin the animal oh then skin the animal and cut it into pieces the sons of Aaron the priest will build a wood fire on the altar they will arrange the pieces of the offering including the head and fat on the wood burning on the offering but the internal organs and the legs must first be washed with water 
Then the priest will burn the entire sacrifice on the altar as a burnt offering. It is a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. If the animal you present as a burnt offering is from the flock, it may be either a sheep or a goat, but it must be a male with no defects. Slaughter the animal on the north side of the altar in the Lord's presence, and Aaron's sons, the priests, will splatter its blood against all sides of the altar. Then cut the animal into pieces, and the priests will arrange the pieces of the offering, including the head and fat on the wood burning on the wood burning on the altar but the internal organs and the legs must first be washed with water then the priest will burn the entire sacrifice on the altar as a burnt offering it is a special gift a pleasing aroma to the lord verse 14 if you present a bird as a burnt offering to the Lord, choose either a turtle dove or a young pigeon. The priest will take the, the bird to the altar, wring off its head and burn it on the altar. But first he must drain its blood against the side of the altar. The priest must also remove the crop and the feathers and throw them in the ashes on the east side of the altar. Then grasping the bird by its wings, the priest will tear the bird open but without tearing it apart mm. then he will burn it as a burnt offering on the wood burning on the altar it is a special gift a pleasing aroma to the lord chapter two procedures for the grain offering when you present grain as an offering to the lord the offering must consist of choice flour you are to pour olive oil on it, sprinkle it with frankincense and bring it to Aaron's sons, the priest. The priest will scoop out a handful of the flour moisted with oil together with all the frankincense and burn this respective representative portion on the altar. It is a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. The rest of the grain offering will then be given to Aaron and his sons. This offering will be considered a most holy part of the special gifts presented to the Lord. If you if your offering is a grain offering baked in an oven, it must be made of choice flour but without any yeast. It may be presented in the form of thin cakes mixed with olive oil or wafers spread with olive oil. If you if you if your grain offering is cooked on a griddle, it must be made of choice flour mixed with olive oil but without yeast. Break it in pieces and pour olive oil on it. It is a grain offering. If your grain offering is prepared in a pan, it must be made of choice flour and olive oil. No matter how a grain offering for the Lord has been prepared, bring it to the priest who will present it to the altar. The priest will take a representative portion of the grain offering and burn it on the altar. It is a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. The rest of the grain offering will then be given to Aaron and his sons as their food. This offering will be considered a most holy part of the special gifts presented to the Lord. Do not use yeast in preparing any of the grain offerings you present to the Lord because no yeast or honey may be burned as a special gift presented to the Lord. You may add yeast and honey to an offering of the first crops of your harvest, but must never be offered on the altar as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. 
season all your grain offerings with salt to remind you as God's eternal covenant. Never forget to add salt to your grain offerings. If you present a grain offering to the Lord from the first portion of your harvest, bring fresh grain that is costly ground and roasted on a fire. Put olive oil on this grain offering and sprinkle it with frankincense. The priest will take a representative portion of the grain moisted with oil together with all the frankincense and burn it as a special gift presented to the Lord. The last chapter, chapter three. Procedures for the peace offering. If you present an animal from the head as a peace offering to the Lord, it may be male or female, but it must have no defects. Lay your hand on the animal's head and slaughter it at the entrance of the tabernacle. Then Aaron's sons, the priests, will splatter its blood against all sides of the altar. The priest must present part of this peace offering as a special gift to the Lord. This includes all the fat around the internal organs, the two kidneys, and the fat around them near the loins, and the long lobe of the liver. These must be removed with the kidneys, and Aaron's sons will burn them on top of the burnt offering on the wood burning on the altar. It is a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. Verse 6, if you present an animal from the flock as a peace offering to the Lord, it may be a male or a female, but it must have no defects. If you present a sheep as your offering, bring it to the Lord. Lay your hand on its head and slaughter it from Sort it in front of the tabernacle. Aaron's sons will then splatter the sheep's blood against all sides of the altar. The priest may present the fat of this peace offering as a special gift to the Lord. This includes the fat of the broad tail cut off near the backbone, or the fat around the internal organs, the two kidneys, and the fat around them near the loins and the long lobe of the liver. They must be removed with the kidneys, and the priest will burn them on the altar. It is a special gift of food presented to the Lord. Verse 12, if you present a goat as your offering, bring it to the Lord. Lay your hand on its head and slaughter it in front of the tabernacle. Aaron's sons will then splatter the goat's blood against all sides of the altar. The priest must present part of this offering as a special gift to the Lord. This includes all the fat around the internal organs, the two kidneys, and the fat around them near the loins and the long lobe of the liver. These must be removed moved with the kidneys and the priest will burn them on the altar. It is a special gift of food, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. All the fat belongs to the Lord. You must never eat any fat or blood. This is a permanent law for you and it must be observed from generation to generation wherever you live. Praise the Lord. We've come to the end of the Old Testament segment. We now move over to the affirmation segment. The affirmation is on your screen. Kindly unmute your mic so we can take it together. Hallelujah. My name is
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity to take the affirmation. Same family, the affirmation is on the Inspired by the Word space and on the 30 Days channel as well. Please do take time to download and affirm in your personal times of affirmation. God bless you. I now hand over to the meditation team. La koshata kabali gezunta kila gronda paradish kazanta kila gronda zizipakatoje. Malagasunti kila gronda shaparadega. Lengrosa kila gronda shaparadega sata kabaya. Father, we thank you. Liga sunta kabaya. For your word, O oh God. Every day, every day we are grateful for the gift of your word. For wisdom, man takabaya, for insight, for revelation. Lord, we thank you. Continually increasing in knowledge. Lord, we are grateful. Thank you, precious Father, for these times of fellowship in your presence, and for the special times of meditation. Thank you, precious Lord Jesus. Thank you, dear Father. For in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Francisca. Thank you, esteemed um, co-hosts. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka, for this opportunity. I'm ever grateful. Hallelujah. Today is the 12th of February, 2024. And we are in day 12 of the 28 days of redemption. Glory, glory to God. Hallelujah. And today our theme is first fruits, God's abundance plan. Scripture for meditation is Proverbs 3, 9 to 10 in the TPT. We have the city thousand times. We have the message of the day. We have the book of Proverbs study. We have the study of the epistles. We have the study of Psalms, we have the worship and the prayer song, and we have our book reading portion, and we are starting a new book. Don't um... okay, we are starting a new book here, Joe. Glory to God. All right, all right, all right. Can we go to the scripture? Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Glory to God. Proverbs 3, 9 to 10, the TPT. 
Glorify God with all your wealth, honoring him with your first fruits, with every increase that comes to you. Then every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings from an uncontainable source of inner joy. Hallelujah. So we're focusing on first fruits today. So um, can we please have our dictionary team? First fruits, the meaning of first fruits, the meaning of increase. Honoring. If we can have it quickly so that we can look into it before we move. First fruits, increase, honoring, honor, honoring. And wealth, praise God. So it says glorify God with all your wealth. And wealth is referring to all your substance, financial or material, honoring him with your first fruits, praise the Lord, with every increase that comes from you, every increase that comes from you, praise the Lord. He says, then every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings from an uncontainable source of inner joy, praise the Lord. Here we're talking today about the first fruits. This is February and usually um, we give our first fruits um, in February, praise the Lord. And, you know, every time I feel like every time that is about to be first fruits, you just come up with many things on the Internet. You begin to see a lot of rubbish. Keep your money. You must not give. Or those that have um, um, maybe parents that are not yet born again say you just started a job. That money belongs to me. So um, um, February is for maybe you've been doing your business. You've just been starting. So that's like the end of the first month, right? And you're giving it. But you know, you can give your first fruit at any time, any time of the year. Maybe you started a new job. You started a new business at any time. So that job that you just started, the money belongs to me. The money does not belong to them. The money belongs to God. Hallelujah. Okay. So let's quickly read this. Um First fruit, the first agricultural produce of a season, especially when giving as an offering to God. First agricultural produce. So you can substitute your agricultural produce there with first of your produce in your business, your first of your salary, right? We have, um, can I have another explanation for first for the word first fruit? So it's really the first of everything, the first of your salary in the beginning of the year, the first of your salary or your business. Give me a second. The first of your salary at the beginning of the year it says, um, the earliest gathered fruits offered to the deity in acknowledgement of the gifts of fruitfulness. So it's the first that comes out the first that you see, the first that you receive of something, the first of your money, the first of your business, maybe this is the first profit that you received from your business. It can even be in your material blessing. Maybe your first car, especially when it's a uh, Calabaya, you just received a car, you give your first fruit on it, right? So our first fruit is the first of everything. You know, when you read the Old Testament, it said the first that opened the metrics, that's the first that was giving birth to, 
the first of the animal that was given birth to. So first fruit is basically the first of anything you are involved in. And that script, um, that explanation says offered to a deity, offered to a God, to God, hallelujah, is given to God, especially given as an offering to God. So your first fruit offerings does not belong to you. It is not your own to determine. It is not your own to decide, especially when you're born again. When you are, when the person is not born again, person can do whatever they like. But when you are born again, you've been consecrated unto God. You belong to God. He's your Lord. So if he's your Lord, what does he say? He says the first of everything, honor me with it. What does honor mean? Honor mean high respect, great esteem, right? He says to regard or treat someone with admiration and respect, to regard or treat with honor to give special recognition, to confer honor, hallelujah, praise the Lord. So your first, your, the first fruit is honoring God, honoring God. Yes, acknowledging that he's your Lord. You give him that respect, that he's your God, he's your Lord. He's not a mere mortal, right? He's God, he's Lord over your life. He determines the going in and out of your life. So you respect him and you regard him with that. Praise the Lord. Now let's quickly see what does increase, what does increase mean? Increase means to become larger um, or greater in size. So another aspect of increase of, of your first fruit that you give to God, apart from the first, you were working before, right? And suddenly you got a promotion. And instead of receiving 3 million naira, you're now receiving 5 million naira. The increase of it, praise the Lord. The increase of it is also your first fruit. So you're thinking that, oh, I, well, we only pay first fruit once a year. No, you can pay first fruit every week, every month, every time you pay your first fruit. It says to make something larger or greater. Because you paid your first fruit the first time, now you have a promotion. You continue to honor God with it. You give him the increase of it also. Praise the Lord. And remember, you are offering to a deity. You're not giving to a mere man. You're not giving to a mere mortal. So you do it sacredly. You do not determine the time you want to give it. Immediately you receive it, you give it. You don't warehouse it. You don't warehouse it. Your account is not warehouse. You don't keep it and say, okay, at just so time I'll give it. No, immediately it comes, you give it to him. Immediately he comes, you give it to him. And the beautiful thing of it is that he says, you honor him with the first fruit of it. Just imagine how he puts it there. You honor God with the first. So I honor God in my finances. I honor God with my material substance. So whatever it is, you know, the, the, it's not like back in the days where, you know, they give animals. Now you, everything is almost literally converted to money. So you can say, oh, how do I give? How do I give my, uh, yes, I just got a car. How do I give first fruit on it? What is it worth to you? What can you um, accrue it? And sometimes the Lord can just lead you to give this as a first fruit on your first car. First the Lord. Or this first gift that you receive, you receive the set of jewelry, very nice, very exclusive and expensive, beautiful. You can give your first fruit on it. You see, that's the beautiful thing of dealing with God. On everything that you have, you can give. A revelation is progressive. Maybe you didn't even know this before. Or the streams of your income has increased. You don't put all of them together and say, all of them is one. Let me just give as one. No, 
you separate it for you have different businesses you give your first fruits on your different businesses because there's a prescribed way of doing it we just read old testament right how to offer the sacrifice for every business that you have you have to give it praise the lord you have to give on every give the first fruit on every business you tag them write it on this business on that business on that one Hallelujah. Especially when they are not all on, under the covering of a particular name. Praise the Lord. So everything, you have to give your first fruit on it. So do not delay. You give it immediately. You don't warehouse. So there's a question. How do you redeem your first child or your first son? It's still in monetary terms. It's still in monetary terms. When you, it, it's, so it's like, it's a shadow of the things. You see in the, in, in the scriptures, he said, you, of course, you take your child back. But you will bring another animal and replace this you. So you're not leaving your child on the altar, like literally. But of course, your first fruit belongs to God. Your first child belongs to God. That's why he told us to raise our children in the way of the Lord. Right? But you can give finances. So today is beautiful. Everything we can give it in monetary terms. In monetary terms. Praise the Lord. So And the Lord will always lead you and guide you. Praise the Lord. So giving your first fruit sanctifies your giving. So that's why we are honoring God with our finances. We are honoring God with our finances. He sanctifies everything, everything about it. Everything about it. He says, then the dimensions of your life will overflow with blessings. Because you have honored him with the first fruit, then your life begins to overflow with blessings. Now he got your finances jealously nothing can touch it nothing can touch your finances he says because when the first fruit be holy the whole lump is holy when you have given god his own parts this first part of my harvest of my increase of my financial blessings hallelujah of my financial blessings of everything that has come to me then what does the lord do he sanctifies everything all of your finances no more losses in fact, if you have losses, that you, you now de demand seven times of whatever might have occurred like a loss. You now have the legal rights to de demand it and it will come to you. Praise the Lord. So you honor God with your first fruit and your offering. Says Samuel, Samuel, Samuel had a covenant <laughs> with the mother, had a covenant. He said, I will give him to God, not as first fruit, to serve the Lord. And God appreciated took him as a prophet and you can see what he did praise the lord so not just as first fruit but he was now covenanted to god as a prophet in the house that was the person that took over from eli hallelujah so he was giving to god not just in that but to serve the lord praise the lord hallelujah um over to your esteemed sister maka at this time don't want to overshoot my time except if i have more time <laughs> praise god, god. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Deborah. And um, um, it was last week, just before the first fruit service, in the projected message a day for the week, we gave you th um, two messages that Pastor had extensively taught about these things. One was first fruit offering, and the second one was understanding tithes. Um, it's first fruits and offerings, something like that. So um, this is not that year for you to not pay your first fruit. This is not that year. 
Sean, I think a lot of questions were answered in that message, so you can refer back to it. Please share the links to our groups, anyone that is not there. It's specifically on the Telegram page for Project Message Day. That's PAMAD. you find it there. Praise God. So you say that I give my first fruit throughout this year. I give first fruit every month. I give first fruit every week. I give first fruit every day. I'm blessed with unending streams of income. And as I continue to increase, I bring my first fruit before the Lord offering them willingly and diligently. And so it is in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. So how many of us had our, have had our first food service between the last um, two Sundays of the month? Or either you had it yesterday, the 11th, or you had it on the 4th? How many of us? I'm seeing a very few hands up. So I want to believe that all of us whose hands are raised up were paid our first fruit. Um, so if you're a student, what's your first fruit? If you get allowance on us, um, you can use your January allowance. Say, Samaka, how am I going to survive? Ask the salary earner that gave all their salary how they survived. So you're not ex exempted from paying your first fruit. You're a business person. Your first fruit is either your first profit or your best profit. And you are you better be wise to give your best profit. And also, um, I've had someone who reached out to me asking, asking me questions about giving first fruit as a business person. And my answer was that, okay, if as a business, as a salary earner, the salary earner is expected to give all their salary for January, as a business owner, why are you not giving all your profit for January? And you see, when we begin to go into the details of what is right and what is um, um, utmost right, you begin to, um, that's where your love for God comes into play. How far you're willing to go and how much you're willing to give. You know, it's, it's not about your relationship with God, your trust in God, how much you trust that if you give him all that you have for January, you'll be fine the rest of the year. And I've had many people who they didn't lack any good thing giving their all in January. You do what the Lord has asked you to do. I don't think we have ever outgiven God. So do that which He has asked you to do and you'll be fine. Praise God. So let's break bread. Let's break bread and thank God for the opportunity to give our first fruits. And um, the word has come to us that this will not be the only first fruit we'll give this month. We'll give this year, we'll give several first fruits. And um, Pastor Deborah was talking about the fact that if you get promoted, maybe you were earning three million and you began to earn five million, your first fruit is that first two million in that first month. That increase, the amount increase, that's your first fruit. And that's like for the salary earner. For the business owners, as you get new streams of income, new streams of income. Your first fruit is there. As your business increases and goes from one level of glory to another, and this is where it really gets intimate in your work with God, when you circumcise your finances of your business, and you just see that no matter what crumbles business is in that industry, your business will always be safe, always be set, set apart, different from what is happening to other businesses. 
So if you can go into that kind of relationship in your finances with God, it will shock you how far you go. Praise God. We read from 1 Corinthians 11 and from verse 23, For I received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Father, we thank you. You said for us to honor you with the first fruit of our increase. You said our bonds will be filled with plenty, with abundance, with excess, with surplus. Even as we break this bread, Lord, we see the fulfillment of those words in our lives. Thank you because your children have come into a season of excessive abundance, surplus on every side, surplus. This is that year, surplus, surplus on every side. And it is so because it is your word to us. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Break the bread and eat it. And from verse 25, after the same manner also he took the cup when he had stopped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord that he comes. Thank you, dear Lord, for the cup of the New Testament, sealed with the blood of Jesus Christ. It was the ultimate sacrifice. It settled everything permanently and for all time. He made us one with you and gave us an inheritance with you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lord. And indeed, all that we have in Christ Jesus, in this season, we enjoy them to the full. Nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken. In the mighty and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Please take the cup. As you go about your week, Lord, prosper the works of your hands. All that you require to do. He's guiding you, guiding you in the way that you should go, in the steps that you should take. You'll be led into bounties. You'll be led into abundance. You'll be led into opportunities for profit, and you will profit tremendously. You walk in abundance like never before. You always have more than enough to do all that the Lord has called you to do and to be a blessing to the world around you. It's a beautiful year for you. And as your first fruit has been circumcised by the Lord, so is the whole lump holy. None of your finances will be tampered with in this new year. All is well in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise God. All right, I have um, a very important announcement to make and um, you to just give me a little bit of your time. Um, but just before I do that, um, if you're joining us for the first time, please leave us a message on the chat room. Your full name, where you're connected from and who invited you. Also, if today's your birthday, please also leave a message. At this moment, I'll pray over your offerings those that are sending their offerings to their churches, to their PCFs, to yourselves, whatever the case for you. Your offering unto the Lord is accepted of the Lord, having been sanctified by the Holy Ghost. In blessing, the Lord has blessed you. In prosperity, the Lord has prospered you. In multiplying, you are multiplied as the dust of the earth. 
as the sand upon the seashores and as the stars of the heavens forever. Everything that you lay your hands upon to do prospers. You are the blessed of the Lord. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, so do we have any first-timer? Do we have anyone whose birthday is today? Um, all right. Okay. I'm not sure I can see any. All right, brothers and sisters. Okay, so um, I want to first and foremost thank you all who um, stood in the gap to um, pray for mommy. Um, for the 72-hour prayer chain that we had. Um, for those who were connected on the first night, on the last night, the very last final hour of that prayer chain, I did um, share her testimony, how that she said that um, that first day when we started praying, it was about the third hour, and she said that she could see a man on white, white on white who was standing somewhere in front and then much later she said that the man came to stand beside her bed apparently that was either the lord jesus or an angel and um in working with god you need to understand what god desires of every season of course we see in the scriptures how that god changes the mind of how the people succeeded in changing the mind of God concerning a situation maybe like King Ezekiah where God had told him that his time was up and then um, he should put his house in order and he succeeded in changing God's mind and God gave him an extra 15 years and then in following Pastor Chris Pastor has also explained to us that um, sometimes it's not always the case pastor shared in one of his messages he was sharing about a young woman who had passed on and that he brought the woman to life back to life and then few years down the line the line the bible um he he said that the woman um backslided and then he went to god and say ah dear lord that this woman that died and we brought back her back to life, look who she has backslided. And the Lord answered him and said that, you see, sometimes it's good that the scent of God goes at the time that they are supposed to go. Because if their time on earth is up, giving them extra time on earth, you cannot guarantee what that life will be like. And he said in that message that God told him that this one is on you. So he now had to start interceding for her to come back. Anyways, I'd like to announce to you that the Lord has taken mommy home. Mommy passed on yesterday, Sunday, early hours of the morning. She's going to be with the Lord. Apparently, the angel, or maybe the Lord Jesus himself, came to take her home. And um, speaking with my leaders and my pastors, <laughs> apparently they knew they didn't want to tell me. You know, it was yesterday after the whole incident that they were now talking to me because even the day before, the day before I was in a program, um, a zonal program with my zonal pastor and um, he especially ministered to me, ministered to me about four different times and he kept telling me, he said, 
no matter what the outcome is, it says you have to be strong and you have to know that this is what it should be at this time. And um, I may not have said this. Um, I knew earlier on in the battle that the target was not my mom. The target was not my mom. So I might not be able to go to the details, but um, Apostle Paul said that none of these things move me. You know, I heard about the incident just, I was preparing for service yesterday because I wasn't in the hospital early hours of the night. I was preparing for service and when um, my eldest brother and brother Kelly Leon came to the house to let me know, after I was told, anyways, it was such an emotional scene, but after I was told, I, the Holy Spirit said, go to church. And I dressed up and I went to church. So I'm sure some people were connected here. They saw me in church yesterday and they are like, what's happening here? So I was in church yesterday. Just to let you know that none of these things move us. Oh, yes, we would miss mommy physically. But we know that she's present with the Lord. And at the sound of the trumpet, we'll all be reunited together. The Bible says in First Thessalonians 4, if you read from verse 13 to 18, it says the dead in Christ would rise first. In Psalm 116 and verse 15, he said, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of, is the death of his sons. Right? And in Romans chapter 18, you know, from verse 38 to Romans 8, from verse 38 to 39, it says that nothing would separate us from the love of God. He said, Neither death nor life. And he began to list many things. So I said, the, I said this to encourage you because in this last phase of our race on earth, the devil is going to use anything against you, especially if you are a terror in the house, if you are a terror to his kingdom, if you're someone who is um, making things happen, bringing people out of the kingdom of darkness into the light and strengthening people in the faith. One of the things that inspired by the word has been known for is people who have left church have come back. You remember Sister Francisca's testimony. It was um, last Saturday, not this one, the two Saturdays ago. And as at the time she joined Inspired by the Word, she wasn't going to church for, for, for about six months. This is Sister Francisca today. Many of you have amazing testimonies of having been a Christian for so long and then but coming to Inspired by the Word, it was the game changer for you. And many of you are doing amazing things in your local church, in your countries, in your cities. Things that the hell is feeling it <laughs> that somebody is doing something. So brothers and sisters, what's the worst that can happen to a loved one? You know, because sometimes when a loved one passes on, you can get to that place where you are angry with God and upset to the point where it affects your relationship with God and your Christianity. Paul said to live is Christ, to die is Christ, to die is gain, to live is Christ. So I'm saying that, especially when the loved one that passes on is a Christian, like, oh, he, he or she has gone ahead of me. I'm coming. It's not a problem. It's fine. And then you move on and you continue the war. <laughs> We're in a war. And the devil is going to have it very hot. He has not seen anything yet. So I say to you all, um, I'm doing very well. I know that many of you are concerned about me. 
I'm doing very well. I can assure you that. And, um, you know, one of the reasons I was thanking you all for that 72-hour prayer chain, it turned out that you, as much as you were standing in the gap for mommy, you were also praying for myself and my siblings. We have all been strong. Like, it's um, people are amazed at our strength. <laughs> people that wanted to cry for me when they saw that the person that we want to cry for is not crying. <laughs> it, it does not mean I didn't cry. I did, you know, and I, I'm likely going to still cry in the course of the journey, you know, but um, they couldn't now cry when they saw that the person I want to cry for is not crying. So brothers and sisters, all is well, right? All is well. And none of these things really move us. We'll do much more for the kingdom. My mom raised eight children and all of us are Christians. Anyone who knows every one of my siblings, you know that we are not just Christians. We are sold out. We're absolutely committed to the kingdom on every level. So, um, all is well and we're fine. Um, I may not be able to answer calls at the moment, but I can respond to messages as much as possible on a daily basis. So thank you so much for your love. Thank you for everything that you did. Thank you for standing so strongly with me. The battle was personal for you and you fought so hard with me. So we didn't lose, right? You know, we're breaking bread and we say that um, on any matter that we break bread, we, we cannot lose. We didn't lose, we gained. Bible says to die in Christ is gain. So we gained. We gained. Mommy has finished her work. She's gone. You and I are here now. The question is, what are you going to do with your life? What are you going to do with your life? So that by the time you stand before God, you have a good message and a good report to table. So thank you so much. I love you all so much. And I, I, I was telling um, um, Dr. Kell and some of the people that I saw physically, I said the love that I felt from inspired by the word members, my siblings were shocked. My friends, my leaders were shocked. They were like, who are these people? Especially the monitoring team, those of you that were on the WhatsApp group, did you see how they were giving us virtually updates every 15 minutes? They were mobilizing us for prayers, giving us updates of people that were praying. You know, In fact, the one that shocked me was how that they took attendance. They took attendance of every single person that prayed for the three days and they shared the attendance at the end of the journey. So brothers and sisters, I've, 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 I've been loved in my life, but the love from inspired by the word is one like nothing else. And I am so, so grateful. I want you to know that myself and my siblings were deeply grateful and we love and appreciate all of you. Thank you. For those of you who were connected that final hour, you got to hear mommy's voice. So I think that that should also comfort you. Mommy said thank you, and we're also saying thank you on behalf of Mommy. Thank you so much, everyone. I love you, and I'm so grateful to God for the gift of you. Thank you. Um, I'll just allow Pastor Deborah to say, um, lead us in a one-minute time of prayer, thanking God for Mommy's life and also praying for the family, the journey that we have ahead of us. All is well. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you so much, Ma, for this opportunity. Um, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for your goodness, for your love, for your kindness. You know, every time, every time, every time, the scripture is always fulfilled. 
He says that the Lord will do nothing except he reveals it to his saints. And we thank you, Lord, for the part that we have worked in the past one week. It has been a very interesting one. We were all here for mommy, but you also took advantage of it to do things in people's lives. So mommy won again, and we are grateful. Many lives were impacted. We thank you so much. Many prayer lives were reignited. Many people were set on fire again and ready to do the things that God had called them to do. Father, we are grateful. We're grateful for the gift of esteemed sister Amaka and her siblings. Lord, we thank you for strength. We thank you for the comfort of your spirit. You know, your word every time is a comfort to us and we can never overemphasize the place of your word in our lives. And today again, that scripture comes to mind. It says, when we think we have lost something, it says, then we gain what is more important. The one more dear to us comes closer to us than ever. And today that is the life of esteemed sister Amaka and her siblings. They experience you like never before. There's such a bond of fellowship, rich fellowship and intimacy like they have never experienced before. They see your love, they feel your love. They could literally touch your love and experience your comfort, your blessings. They hear you more sharper than ever before. Lord, we thank you because they are made strong in you. Every single one of them, they are made strong in you. We thank you for their lives, oh God. They are strengthening every aspect of their lives. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, financially, every aspect of their lives, oh God, are lifted up in strength, in glory, in honor to your name, oh God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you, oh God, for anyone who might have been felt affected by the heart of the loss of mommy, that they are also comforted in the family, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you because, yes, the baton has been handed over to us and we will run this race. We will run it and not look back. Many things have been set loose in the realms of the spirit and we are not ignorant and we are ready to take this thing even to the next and higher level. We are the people on the race now. On the final lap, Sister Maka and her siblings, all on this final lap and together, hand in hand, by the help of your spirit and the conglutination, the unity of your spirit, oh God. How timely, how timely. Everything coming together. We are running this race and we are winning by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, precious Father. Thank you because no one is falling behind. No one is, is, is weak. No one, no one is left behind. All together, shoulder to shoulder, in unity, in love strength and peace hallelujah we are all running this race hallelujah and we show forth your glory and we make you proud in these days in the name of the lord jesus christ amen amen hallelujah thank you so much esteemed stamaka for this opportunity and for the opportunity to stand with you always in this time of this battle thank you so much ma for the opportunity praise god Thank you, esteemed Pastor Deborah. I also want to use this opportunity to thank Dr. Kell and the prayer team who mobilized for the 72 hours of prayers. Thank you for everything, um, Dr. Kell. God bless you. Pastor Deborah, the prayer team, every one of you, I could call you by your name, but 
um, maybe another time. Thank you so much. And I want to say this, um, no questions. Sometimes some things are not clear until we get to heaven. Everything indeed will be clear. So don't even, um, I've, I think I've said enough already. So be happy, be happy and just celebrate the love, the life of mommy. And if you don't know what to celebrate, celebrate that she gave me to you. At least I came to the world through her and I have been a blessing to you. So if you don't have anything to celebrate, celebrate that. And anybody who delivered somebody like me to the kingdom, I think the person lived a great life. It's, it's, a, it's a life worth celebrating. And in, in, in also talking to you, make up your mind that in this last race, nothing moves you. Nothing that happens moves you. Of course, we're going to be on the offensive and we're going to put up a fight. We're going to fight our fight of faith, right? But like the children of Israel, remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. It says that the Lord is able to deliver us, throw us into the fire. But just in case it does not deliver us, we're okay to die for him. And pastor, in this last phase, in this Your Love World series and all the meetings we have been having with pastor, he has told us that we're in a season where if our life has to go for the kingdom, let it go. Let it go. So what is it that the devil wants to throw at you? that is great enough to get you out of the faith. If the devil thought that he hit my family, he only made us stronger in the faith. He only made us stronger in the faith. Yesterday, while everything was going on, my brother is head of media in um, Christ Embassy Lagos Zone 5. While he was at it, trying to um, find a way to break the news to me, he was still mobilizing his team for service where they were. He was on the mainland, but he was mobilizing his team in, in service on the island. Brothers and sisters, we were built for such a time as this. And there is nothing that can happen to us in life and in death for this gospel we are in. And we'll give our all, all that we are and all that we have. So if there's anything you're going to take from this whole stuff, be more persuaded that we are committed to this gospel and we're in with everything. So thank you so much. And congratulations to all of us. We won. We won. Thank you for your time. Thank you for the extra time. And I would like us to unmute our mics at this moment and share the benediction and the grace of our Lord. Thank you, Lord. Awesome. <laughs> 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 <laughs>